host Matt, and with me as always is my co-host. Her name is Lorna. Hello. Oh my God, we're back again. With Matt's phone. Apologies. It's rude, isn't it? No, it's this. Oh no, it was on that that time. My phone is one of those phones where it's broken, so it doesn't quite understand what silent mode is at the moment. Put it on do not disturb. Um. No. Oh, don't. I'll just move right. it slightly further right. away okay. from the microphones, and that's life. Hope for the best. So, if you've not listened to the podcast before, we are a professional podcast um, duo who cover duo. Um, history topics, moments, yes. events, people. There's something else I'm not going to say, isn't there? Places. No, but places as well. Um, from history, do a report each week. Lana's doing a report this week, because I've been... Carrying the load, some might say, last two weeks. <laughs> Lorna, Lorna's not happy with that. Um, no, but I'm you did, really not you happy did with two, that. then I did two, and now, now this is your turn again. Yeah? Right, okay. So, Lorna's going to do a report on what you're going to do a report on for us Who this knows week. Now. Um, I'm doing a report on someone called Beryl. Oh, that's a nice name. Yeah. Old I names are coming back, aren't they? Yeah, but I haven't heard of a baby Beryl yet. Mmm. Non spring to mind. I don't know many babies as a rule. No, but I've still never heard of anyone calling the baby Beryl. It'll come back. Florence coming back. Yeah, I love the name Flo. Myrtle. No. Nope. Never coming back. Did you know Barry dying out. Barry's a dying out dying breed. We've obviously discussed this. You're one of a dying. Kind. No, my surname is one of a dying yeah. kind. But my actual Lorna. That's that, my name is Lorna by the way. Popular? Um not really. Oh. I wouldn't say it's old and I wouldn't say it's young though. No, you're very middle-aged. Get lost, I'm <laughs> um, not middle-aged. Matthew's always popular. It's not a good name, I'm not going to lie. Why? It's just a bit, ugh. It's a bit dull, isn't it? It's one of the most it's, boring names going. It's a Catholic name. Not a Catholic, a Christian name. It is, yeah. But, um, I was going to say something about names. After uh, 1978, I believe it was, uh, Luke was the most popular boy's name. Really? Because of Star Wars came out the year before. Oh, Luke. wow. Yeah. Um, also, this is my name fact, Myrtle, the woman who played Moaning Myrtle in yeah. the Harry Potter series. She's also in Bridget Jones's Diary. She was about, I think she was 30 maybe. Yeah, she's well she was older. In, which makes that very creepy because she's in love with Harry Potter as a 12 year old boy. Yeah, time. but she's not 30. She's not a 30 year old Well, student. she's like an 800 year old. Yeah, yeah, but she, at the time she died, she yeah. was like. But I mean, the woman who played her. No, I know, I know. She's in Bridget Jones. I know her very well. So, anyway, we're talking about Myrtle who today? <laughs> Talking about Beryl. Ah, Beryl. Beryl Burton. Can I have a guess? No. no, Have you read my sheet No, I haven't, actually. Um, So, have a guess. Is she English? Yep. Is she from the north of England? She is. Did she work in a mill? No. Okay. Not that I know of. Okay. Oh, but also it's Industrial Revolution time? No. The last 200 years? Yeah. The last 100 years? Yep. The last 50 years? No. No. Early 20th century. We'll define early. Um, 19... Tw- I'm going to go... No, no, like what age range are we talking early here? Well, from 1900 to, oh, 1930. Then no. Oh, later than that. Yeah. Oh, I'm narrowing it down, listeners, ever so slowly. Uh, <gasps> so she was born in uh, 1935. Ooh, close. 38? Ooh, so close. 
39. No. 36. No. 37. Yeah. She was born in 1937, and then obviously what? Uh, on the birth certificate. Myrtle. Beryl. Burton. No, no. No, Bur- no. Burton. Beryl. No, Burton was a married name. Oh, of course. Birth certificate was Beryl Charnett. Oh. And then she lived for a while. And you're going to tell me the story. So I'm going to stop what guessing. what do you think she did? Flew planes? We no. We had one of them. We have. Amy Johnson. Yep. Episode 20 for summer. 25. Um, I'm not sure. In the north of England? Because yeah. you told me that your mum recommended this to you. But that's only because my mum's heard about this lady and was like, she'd be a good podcast topic, Lorna. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, thanks, Jess. Uh, not sure. Tell us. Okay, so, Beryl was born, Beryl Charnock, 12th of May, 1937. <gasps> Brother's birthday. Really? Happy birthday, Dan. In it's not the... your birthday. Halton area of Leeds, which is West Yorkshire for any of our listeners Leeds. who aren't familiar with Leeds. West Yorkshire is it's a bit north and a bit to the west. Yes, yeah. Of, um, of England. Of England, yeah. Um, so she lived. She was born in Halton and she lived nearby in Morley throughout her life. Okay. So that's a different place. In childhood, she suffered chronic health problems, which included 15 months in hospital, mm. and she also went to a home due to rheumatic fever. So she rather than she couldn't live at home for a oh while. God. Um, but but that didn't stop her. So I didn't really find stop her from doing what? Well, Oof. so I didn't really find much information about her early life. Yeah. It's a lot after. Look like she sounds like she struggled had a hard mm, time. Well, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> All I know is that she did have some health problems. Yeah, that's what I mean. um, But then she seemed to be fine. And then it's after her marriage that she became a bit of a big a big name. Oh, really? So, yeah, she got married in 1955. So she would have been 18. And she married Charlie. And her husband, Charlie, introduced her to cycling. So oh. the, the pair met after... Um, Barrel had left school and started working in a clothing factory, so she did work in a mill. Um, Thank you. Knew, knew I didn't know it. Knew, knew. Yeah, and it also, just another note is that she was, Beryl had been affected by a nervous disorder in her childhood, so she had had a bit of a tough time with health, but it seemed she was improving when she met yeah. Charlie Burton. Um, so Charlie said, I used to go to work on a bike, he recalled. She said, I'm going to get one of those, and I said, oh yeah, and didn't think any more about it. But we started chatting a bit more and I lent her one of my bikes and she used to go and she used it to go up to the cycling club or go dancing at the dance hall and from then on we just started going out cycling. Charlie described her development as a cyclist as follows. You might need to help me translating this. There's just some things I don't understand. From what? Okay. It is English, but so he said, first of all, she was handy, but wasn't that competent. We used to have to push her around a bit. Slowly, she got better. By the second year, she was one of the lads and could ride with us. By the third year, she was going out in front and leading them all. By then, it was 1956, and she decided to do a bit of time trialling because I was dabbing at it. Dabbling at it. He was doing some... He was the first person to dab. <laughs> no, I was supposed to say dabbling. He was dabbling. That was the worst mix-up ever. I hate dabbing. So, yeah, so... What am I explaining from that? Nothing. That she weren't very good. She, she got better. And then she got even better. And then she was actually leaving them. She was that good. Okay. And she did some time trials. It was the handy bit. First, she wasn't... She was handy, but wasn't that competent. She was all right. Okay. She right. could ride a bike. Okay. You know what I mean? 
As cycling became more and more of a priority, she began actively participating and she quickly improved and became one to beat. So Beryl began to show her potential and Charlie's own cycling took a back seat. However, he continued cycling well into his 80s. Bless him. Um, At this time, when Beryl's success was kind of taken off, he took a back seat and he cycled to work and back and gave up everything else. So they shared her success. Which I'll come on to. What's that bike called where you actually have two seats? Tandem. Tandem. Oh, I hope they, they should have done that. They should have done that. You could well, have actually, literally taken a back seat. I'll mention a tandem in a oh. bit. So, back to Beryl. In the history of British cycling, no one before or since has been quite so dominating. She raced mainly for Morley Cycling Club and later Nairsborough CC, which I think is cycling club. Yeah. So Cricket club, could be. <laughs> but be unusual. So I'm about to rattle off quite a lot of achievements. Go on, rattle them. Um, in 1957, she took her first national medal, which was a silver in the national 100-mile individual time trial championship. That's so a long So she's only way. been riding for about four years at this time. 1957? I thought she married him in 1955. Well, she did, but he said that by the third year that she'd been cycling, she was overtaking people. So I think they met through cycling and then later ah, got married. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. Before the end of the 1950s, she was also competing internationally. Burton won the Women's World Road Race Championship in 1960 and 1967 and was runner-up in 1961. Okay. That's pretty good. She had a bit of a gap there for me. Yeah, well... Knocked off the podium for a couple of years. Wait a minute. Okay. On the track, she specialised in the individual pursuit, winning World Championship medals almost every year across three decades. She was world champion five times, 1959, 1960, 1962, 1963 and 1966. I'm glad you counted them on your fingers as well. She was silver medalist three times, 1961, 1964 and 1968 that's on the podium. Like, you say three decades, I was thinking more like three full decades, but it's still impressive. It's still like Why 15 you... years, isn't it? That's a really long time. That I no, like, no, oh, no, I'm Three saying... decades. I was expecting more, to be honest. <laughs> I thought you meant like she did it over 30 years, and I was like, geez. But to be fair, if I started now, if I was good now, and then I did it for the next 15 years or so, 13, 13 14 years, I'd be 37. I'd be mid to late 30s. Well, she didn't start cycling until she was 20. Yeah, so she's... Well, start competing. So what you're saying is there's a chance. Right. For me. No, but no, okay. Okay. In the domestic time trial competition, Burton was almost unbeatable. Her mm. bread and butter was Britain's low-key but hugely popular Bre- time Did trial you write that? scene. Her no. bread and butter. But people say it all the time at work, Good that. Day. Yeah, this is my say, bread and butter, this yeah. Excel spreadsheet. No, no, but some people are like a wizard things and you're like, oh mm. no, that's her bread that's and butter, That's her bread isn't it? and butter. You've got to do the action as well. No, Buttering nobody bread. does spreading. The day. Spreading. No, <laughs> no one spreads, man. <laughs> well, anyway. Anyway, you, what is a bread missed, and butter? Sorry. Yeah, you missed it because you interrupted me. Yeah? No, no, no. No. It was Britain's low-key but hugely popular time trialing scene. Oh, so, so it also this a bit of underground um, cycling. This report also said that she ruled the roost in this oh. area for a 
whole quarter of a century. 25 big ones, that is. Yeah, so now, take eat your words. Well, um, they're not tasty. Um, <laughs> well, I'll see if I want to eat my words, so we'll see if I'm impressed. Right. Um, she won the Road Time Trials Council's British Best All-Rounder competition. She plays all-rounders as straightforward. well. straightforward, no. <laughs> um, so she won this time trial all-rounder competition. She won it for 25 consecutive years from 1959 to 1983. What happened after that? Come she on, Beryl. as much. Now, that is unbelievable. She, she set new records time and time again, reducing them during the course of her career by as much as 15%. She's done all right. I'll you, give her that why, one. My why, words are tasty. Why? I'm impressed. No, I'm really honestly, impressed. Honestly, it feels like you've got a vendetta I against her and she's I'm not just, done anything. She's very good. She's just cycled. A lot. I and know. done well. Yeah, don't be jealous because someone else is successful. The Road Time Trials Council's British Best All-Rounder Competition. Yeah, so it must be cycling on the road for time trials. So time trials, I don't, I'd never heard of them before, but I'm assuming it's where you do like a 25-mile route and it's just who can get the fastest time. Well, it's just a race, isn't it? Well, what's the time trial then? Yeah, I think it is, but you do it individually, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Rather than um, you're not all, you're not racing against someone, yeah. You're racing against the clock and other people's. Yeah, times. there's other people doing it though as well. I think. Yeah, because it'd be a bit long, wouldn't it? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You, I think you set up a different time. I don't know what the rules are. Anyway, anyway. it's the RTTCBBARC. <laughs> for those yeah, who and to she look it won up. it for twenty-five years. So in a row. You can eat your words. In total, she won 72 national individual time trial titles. Mm. She won four at 10 miles. Um, the championship was inaugurated in 1978, so I think... So she won them from 78 to about 82, 83? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then she won 26 titles at 25 miles and 24 at 50 miles and 18 at 100 miles. That is insane. It is because you you have your um your specialty usually, don't you? Yeah, you in your oh, I was just my P A level knowledge. You've got your type two A and whatever um, muscle fibers, and a lot of people have. You know, you'd be good at like You're sprinting. either a sprinter or a long distance. That's what I'm trying to say. And <laughs> she's doing ten miles, which is a bit of a sprint in a way. Yeah, I think that's a sprint I, on a bike. I, I couldn't sprint 10 miles with a bike, to be fair. I reckon you could Some if you practice loads. the middle of Royan, that's a mile. So it's 10 of them. My legs a bit killing. But anyway, that's more of a sprint, and 100 miles is, is a slow. Yeah, that's a, a lot of stamina needed. Yeah. So she's good, isn't she? Yeah, she's really good. Her last national solo time trial titles were achieved in 1986. These were at 25 and 50 miles. Um, she was part of... She was also part of the fastest team, which was the Knaresborough Cycling Club at the 50-mile event in club. <laughs> 1969. So that's just going back a little bit. But, yeah, so she was still cycling nationally till 1986. When was she born? 1937. No. Yeah. She was 49. Yep. She was still doing a lot of cycling. She also won a further 24 national titles in road racing and on the track 12 road race championships and 12 pursuit titles when you say on the track is that like the velodrome did they have velodrome i'm assuming yeah because okay. the the time trials that they were talking about before she does on the road yeah, so like yeah. you can't control what the road's going to be like can you like the texture the composition mm, the what are you saying like if it's hilly yeah, or bumpy the, yeah. or swervy swervy <laughs> 
That road I was just driving on was very swervy. Yeah, but obviously on the track it's all flat and nice and smooth. Velodromes scare me a little bit. They're so round. They go so quick. That's not what I meant. I mean, it's very steep. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean by round. No, that's different words, though. What do you mean by pointy? Steep. These are interesting. I mean, by round, I mean steep. You know no, I mean? no, it is. I really liked watching the, it's um, good watching. the cycling last I time. I couldn't do it myself. In the Olympics, I think. Was that the one with the um, the couple who were engaged? The only married, yeah. What they called? Oh, you're testing me. Not Chris Hoy. I, I can see her face. She's called La- She was called Laura Trot. Yeah. And now she's called Laura whatever his name was. That was a really nice What's his story, name? that one. He's really good. He's really Someone good. Someone who's listening probably knows more. They're both what really good. What is he good. called? I'll think, I remember it. Okay. I'll carry on. In 1963, Burton became the first woman to break the hour barrier for the 25-mile time trial. So she went also went below two hours for the 50-mile time trial and four hours for 100 miles against the clock. So that's a pretty big achievement, but you'll like this. So um, one of her most famous idiosyncrasies was offering witticisms to riders she caught or passed so dave taylor was a publicity officer at the governing body cycling time trials and he said the only experience i had with beryl was being caught by her in a 25 in essex as she passed me she said a lad you're not trying whereupon she disappeared up the road but that proper rubs in but you'll like the next bit that's horrible that that's that would um Spur me on, I think. I'd be like, oh, I need to beat you. her. Yeah. yeah, so she's she's renowned for... Kenny, he's called Kenny. Kenny? She's called Laura Kenny now. Oh, right. What's okay. he called? Something Kenny. He'll come back to me, carry okay. on. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she was like renowned for doing fun, like interesting things. So in 1967, she set a new 12-hour time trial record of 277.12. Two five miles. So is that like you just cycle for twelve hours? Yeah, and you see how far you get. Yeah, so um, she surpassed the men's record of the time by 0.73 miles, and she was not superseded by a man until 1969, two Two years years later. While she was setting the record, she caught and passed Mike McNara. McNamara, I think McNamara. Um, So he was on his way to setting the men's record at 276.52 miles, uh, and he won that year's men's British best all rounder. But as she um, passed him, she's reported to have given him a licorice all sort, and he ate the sweet. So she, um, she recalled this in her book. So she's written a book, and I think. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but I'll, I'll mention it after. What's that got to do with in the fact that she gave him a sweet? It's just nice. She was just story. passing him, like, oh, I'll just there give him go. a licorice all sort while we were cycling this 12 hour yeah. race. So she said, um, as she approached him, she thought, poor Mac, his glory richly deserved was going to be overshadowed by a woman. <laughs> um, so so she recognised the need to make a gesture and she offered him a licorice all sort from the bag she had in her back pocket and he replied, tar love, and popped the sweet into his mouth. <laughs> so oh, years later, McNamara's Rockingham Cycling Club honoured the moment by presenting Burton with a giant version of the sweet at their annual dinner. 
Snippers ended up with a giant <laughs> licorice also. Like, I only got the right one though because yeah, there's a mixture. Thinking, the only ones I like are the knobbly ones. Oh, the squishy ones. They're like purple. They've got little balls yeah, on them. The yeah, the ones I like. I quite, I'm a big fan of licorice so I can eat quite oh. a few of them. I like the round ones with a licorice middle. Oh, yeah. I like and the um, coconut as well so you won't like them. is the licorice man. Some, oh, every really? Every you licorice man, don't you? Yeah, you, know, you like that. Yeah, like licorice. Yeah, that's alright. And the um, like the stick. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. But it'd be pretty awkward. Tell us your favourite <laughs> licorice all sorts. It'd be pretty awkward if she if she'd give him a knobbly mm. one and then and gave then him a licorice man. A big one. How yeah. big is it? I don't know. I've not. I've what not seen size any more of like a, a cake? I don't know. Smaller, please, because that's bad for us. She don't need that sugar. Well, who's made it? Did they have to write to all sorts, the licorice all sorts company? I don't know. Whoever makes them and said, please can we have a giant one for Beryl? But you know Beryl. (laughs) They probably will. She's pretty pretty famous. She's a big dog. So she set about 50 new national records at 10, 15, 25, 30, 50 and 100 mile distances. Her final 10, 25 and 50 mile records each lasted 20 years before being broken. Her 100 mile record lasted 28 years and her 12 hour record stood for 50 years until 2017. So 50 years for a woman. Yeah, yeah. so it's just been broken. Yeah. Um, So her success led to the rare distinction for a woman of an invitation to compete in the Grand Prix de Nations in 1967. What's that? I don't know, I'm assuming it's like a a big race. I love a Grand Prix. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So now I'm going to mention a bit about the tandem. So in 1982, with her daughter Denise, Burton set a British 10-mile record for women riding a tandem bicycle. So they did it in 21 minutes, 25 seconds. 10 miles in 20 minutes? Unbelievable. Also, Denise. That's the name going out of fashion. Um... Yeah, so she, her daughter was also a cyclist. Which I want to see how far after. we, how quick we could do ten miles together. Not very fast. We'll have a, we'll have a break You've got a bad in the knee. middle. We'll have a break as well. Okay. We'll get a hot dog or something. <laughs> That's what you did that time. I did. I've, I've told that story yeah, in the you podcast. Have. At some point in the last seventy-one episodes. <laughs> wow. I Recognition of her sporting achievements came with her appointment as a member of the Order of the <sighs> British Empire in 1964 and an officer of the Order of the British Empire in 1968. So that's an MBE and an OBE. Yeah. Wow. I know. So CB is the small one, well, the less, lesser one, isn't it? I was getting I mixed thought up. MBE, it's, I think OBE is the best one. Yeah, it is, yeah. I know you're a knight or a dame. Yeah. But I, I think it's CBE, MBE, OBE, from, from what I know. Yeah. But it should be OBE, really, shouldn't it? Officer of the Order of the British Empire. Yeah, yeah but I think it's just Officer of the British Empire that yeah. it is, and then Member, member of, of the, the British, British Empire. Empire. I'm a member of the British Empire. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got an MBE. <laughs> oh. Burton also won the UK's cycling's top accolade which is the bid lake memorial prize so she won it three times which is a record she won it in 1959 1960 and 1967 i won sports person of the year right in 2007 as well school yeah that i forgot that was a big uk accolade (laughs) but it's on my cv (laughs) um so as I mentioned, her daughter Denise was mm. also a top cyclist, oh. and she won bronze in the 1975 World Individual Pursuit Championship. Cool. Like so she's pretty good. Is that the one? I like the one when they chase each other. What's that one? I don't know. 
because there's a few good ones, and I'm going to describe right. them with no name. There's, oh, there's one which has a really interesting name. I can't remember what it is. There's the one where these two people racing against each other. I think that's individual pursuit. And you just, like, you have to do one lap, and you're like, oh, who's going to go, who's going to go? And then they go, and then whoever wins at the end of the second lap. Do you know what I mean? On the velodrome. Yeah, I think so. Do you know that so. one? I think that's yeah. pursuit. Um, and then there's the, oh, what is it called? I don't know. I'm the one where there's like sports. loads of you, and the person who's last each lap gets eliminated. Really? What's I've not called? watched that one. I'm going to have to Google some stuff in a minute. Yeah. Also, I can't remember his name. It's Summit Kenny. <laughs> Maybe in... it's Kenny Kenny. <laughs> so, as I said, Denise was also a a whiz with a bike. Yeah. She, uh, both her and Beryl were selected to represent Great Britain in the 1972 World Championships. I was going to say, are we having any World Championships or are we having any Olympics or anything? No, no so... Is it not part of the Olympics? Though? No, I don't think so. Um, so I've said, um, there's, I read an article that said, had the World Championships at the time included a time trial as it does now, um, who knows how many yeah. world beating performances she would have had. And then, as for the Olympics, it's another case of what if. Women's cycling wasn't introduced to the Games until Burton was 47. Uh, so she probably wasn't being yeah. picked by then. No. But she's Which still winning a, stuff. I know, but it's she? a bit of a shame. So her and Denise are both representing Great Britain in 1972 at the World Championships. In 1973, Beryl won the national role title ahead of Denise. And three years later, their positions were, re- were reversed. So Denise won and Beryl came right. second. Beryl refused to shake hands with Denise on the podium afterwards, later explaining the incident in her autobiography, which is called Personal Best. Good name. Um, I like that. So she said, I thought Denise had not done her whack in keeping the breakaway, and once again I had made the race. It was not a sporting thing to do. I can only plead I was not myself at the time. So is she trying to say there that she thought she'd won? I think she's trying to say that... um... When they broke away from the pack, this is me with my very limited cycling knowledge, that it was, um, what's she called? Beryl, who was who did that, who carried Denise, basically, but then Denise won. Oh, so Beryl right, put okay. all the hard work. You know, like, when they did the Tour de France, they have people who are, like, who aren't out to win. They're out to, like, help the teammates win. Oh, okay, and yeah. And she is, from what I can tell, that's what I think, that Beryl put all the effort in and Denise won it in the end. Yeah. But, yeah, she'd made the race. Yeah, Maybe. so but she didn't shake a hand on the podium, which is pretty. Oh, her daughter. I know that's so um, brutal. But Denise later said that she she was too overjoyed at winning, and she didn't take notice of anything like that, and she just said that a lot of the fuss was media hype, yeah. so she just dismissed it. But still, I would be fuming. <laughs> your mum didn't shake your yeah. hand. Yeah, your mum would be happy, surely. If you I know. Win. The mother and daughter soon reconciled, but despite getting older. Uh, Beryl's competitive spirit never did seem to fade. She, um, Charlie said that she was still trying to achieve things when her health deteriorated in the last 10 years of her life. Her times were getting slower in the time trialling, so she was never happy or content Aww. with that. She was always trying to thrash herself back into shape. She was pushing right up to the end and trying to get back to her former glories. You can't do she it when a, you're No, 50, I think there's, you, a, you know I mean? there's a time when you have to move on. Yeah. Which is a shame because it's the thing that a lot of athletes love, mm. but there comes a time. Yeah. So she was self-funded despite advances from sponsors. Um, she steadfastly remained an amateur throughout her career and she didn't have a formal coach, but she won such an overwhelming number of honours that given a 
definitive total seems risky, one report said. So they said that... You don't know, unless you want want too many. Yeah, and then there's a risk that you might overlook possibly a team win or something like that. Um, So, as I said, she was self-funding. She did receive a lot of offers from sponsors, but Beryl remained an amateur and she worked on a rhubarb farm for much of her career. As well as cycling. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. So it's she... a bit sad that she can't make a living out of it. Well, I think she could have. She but, didn't want to. She didn't... Okay. I think that's it. So, although Burton's autobiography demonstrates she had a soft centre, her gritty determination and steely demeanour gave her a reputation for being as hard as nails. Which I kind of get with I her not, that, with <laughs> not shaking Denise's <laughs> hand. Denise said she wasn't a person to talk a lot about her career. In fact, she wasn't a person to talk a lot at all. She thought it was a waste of energy. Need to save it for cycling. Interesting stance. So, Beryl had always had um, a curious heart rhythm, doctors had said. And she died of heart failure during a social ride when she was out delivering birthday invitations for her 59th birthday party. Wow. So she died cycling, which is sad, but Doing also, yeah. Her daughter also suggested that Burton's competitive spirit and drive eventually just wore her body out. I think they did notice, though, I think from what they've said, it sounds like she was slowing down, her health wasn't as great, she'd had health problems earlier, and she'd pushed herself very hard for yeah. a long time. And she just kept pushing rather than yeah. taking it easy. She's now known as an English racing cyclist who dominated women's cycle racing in the UK, winning more than 90 domestic championships and seven world titles and setting numerous national records. And as I said, it probably would have been even more had Mm. there been championships and Olympics, like championships including time trialling. So um, in terms of Beryl's life, it's been celebrated and commemorated a memorial garden was established for her in her hometown of Morley and Morley Cycling Club donated a trophy, previously won 20 times by Burton, to the RTTC. So I'm assuming that's something to do with time trial championship. Yeah. And um, so the this trophy is for a champion of champions competition. So it's for women of all ages and it's the Beryl Burton trophy. That's nice. Which is nice. The Beryl Burton Cycleway allows cyclists to travel the 2.8 kilometres between Harrogate and Knaresborough without using the A59 A- A59 road. I know said A road. Which is good, that, isn't it? We'll have to uh, do this someday when we're trying to do our 10 mile. Yeah, time ourselves. Yeah, I think she'd be pleased with that one. I think that's a good way to commemorate yeah, to a, a cyclist. To have a cycleway. In 2009, she was inducted into the British Cycling Hall of Fame. In 2018, she was named as one as one of the first two inductees into the Ruler Hall of Fame alongside Eddie Merckx. I'm not sure how I say that properly, but I think this is a big sign. Yeah, must Hall be. Of I've never heard of it myself, but. Um, and the company said about Beryl that the late Beryl Burton's career honours are almost too numerous to count. As well as dominating the UK cycling scene, Burton won two World Road Race Championships and five more world titles on the track. Burton's career achievements were first celebrated in 1960 when Cycling Weekly awarded her a page in the Golden Book of Cycling. By 1991, her career had developed so far that she was accorded the unique honour of a second Golden Book page. So that's a pretty unusual. On November, uh, in November 2000, 
2012 on the 22nd, 27th of November, a radio play called Beryl, A Love Story on Two Wheels <laughs> was written by actress Maxine, Maxine Peake. Peake. Yeah. yeah, so she's a pretty big name. It, yeah, she's quite a she's famous. She's quite local to us as well. Local, yeah. yeah. So at uh, the Manchester International Festival, she's usually quite involved and she goes oh, along she? to things. Yeah, so... There's... I think, did she recently do Funny Cow, which is a film came yeah, out this I year? Yeah, so. so. Yeah, so she's a pretty big name. So she wrote this radio play about Beryl. It was broadcast by BBC Radio 4 and Peak played uh, Beryl. It included interview snippets with Charlie Burton and his and Bert- Burton's cycling champion daughter, Denise. Yeah. Uh, the radio play was adapted by Maxine Peake for the stage to coincide with the start of the Tour de France in Leeds. Oh, I forgot that happened, yeah. And it was shown at the West Yorkshire Playhouse in June and July 2014, and the title was simply Beryl. The play returned for a second run at the West Yorkshire Playhouse a year later in June and July 2015, followed by an autumn oh. 2015 tour around England. Oh. Yeah, so it's quite nice, isn't it? Oh. Thought you were showing us a clip there. No, I haven't really got a clip. There are some pictures of her, like on a bike. She doesn't look like she'd be a big cyclist. So, there's a local play. Oh, is this what? I was wondering what you were searching there. Yes, there's a local playhouse near us um, called the Playhouse 2. And this is where my mum got the idea of this from. So they have an upcoming play about Beryl. Oh. But I was just trying to find out if it's that one. Oh, right. Okay. That's why I've come on the website. What's it called? Do you know? No. I just know it's about Beryl. It doesn't tell me. There were two things I was going to look up, but I can't... Oh, what that name of that guy is. And what the name of the other person is. My mum's got the leaflet at home, so I can just check there. He's called Jason Kenny, everyone. Jason Kenny. There you go. I know people knew that already. They've been married for two years. They're a really nice couple. Yeah, that look cute. I think they had a picture um of the wedding day with a dog in it. Oh. I seem to remember that. Cycling. Pursuit. It's not a pursuit. What's the chasing? Um, races, types. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure what the play at the local play theatre towards is, but it is about Beryl. When's that on? It's hard to say. Omnium. That's the one I'm thinking of. Omnium. That's what it's called? Yeah. What's the other ones? So you've got Individual Pursuits, which is... Um, yeah, two people start at the same time on the side. And four kilometres for men. Three kilometres for women. And you go around. Team Pursuit, which is the same where you have like four of you in a line. And you go, yeah. that's good. Difficult on the PlayStation. <laughs> um, what's the Scratch Race? All riders start together and the objective is simply to be first over the finish line after a certain number of laps. Omnium is a multi oh no, it's the multiple one. Multiple race event in track history. It's a variety of format, is it? Hmm, that's not what I meant. What did I mean? It's a Madison. Oh, a relay event. I've seen that before. So Madison's a relay? Yeah. I thought it was on- Oh, it's a K is it Kieran? It might be Kieran. Sorry, everyone, for this. Kieran might be something else. Oh, I don't know what it's called. It's going to bother me now. Oh, well. I'm we'll not just sure. have to keep an eye at the next yeah. Olympics. Really pay attention. People will know what we're talking about. They'll, 100%. They already know. They're listening about Beryl. It's interesting. We did um, that one on running. 
Yes. With Bobby Gibb and Catherine Switzer. Mm-hmm. And now we're doing one on cycling. But I was yeah. really like, she's won too much. I can't cope. I know, she literally so won impressive. everything. Which I think that's why it must be so tough for her to let it go when yeah, it came when time you... for it because she was always yeah. winning. So it wasn't, it didn't seem like she had to struggle for it as much as some people do. Not that she didn't have to struggle, I'm not she, saying yeah, that. She but worked she, hard, didn't but she? she worked hard, but I think it also came naturally to her. Mm. She seemed gifted. Yeah, definitely. And she worked hard, she kept up for many, many years. She did. 20 odd years, 25 years. Yeah, and then she even went on to race with her daughter, which is quite cool. Incredible. Oh. So, um, that's episode 71. Yes. We'll come back next week with another pod- pod- <laughs> podcast report. Episode 72. And not sure what it's going to be on. But in the meantime, find us on Twitter. We'll tweet more about cycling. Clearly a thing we're not very... Knowledge all around. Well, don't, because I have to find them things yeah. to tweet then. Enjoy. I'll maybe tweet on about cycling. On our social cycling. media. You have to post a picture or something. Of, of, yeah, uh, I will. Bobby I was Gibb. a bit behind the, this week. You were, though. I know. You posted some Ken Kesey stuff. I know. Sorry, And I was everyone. like, didn't we do Jack the Ripper last week? Well, we did, but mm. I said listen back. Ah, very good. Um, so, anyway. You can find us on our social medias, as we mentioned. Uh, yep. On Twitter, at Idiot Pod. On the um, Facebook and Instagram at Idiots Talk History, both of them. And then email us if you fancy it, idiothistorypod at gmail.com. But search Idiots Talk History everywhere and you'll find us because we're just that we're everywhere. <laughs> that good. Um, and yeah, come back next week. Tell a friend also. Yes. If you get a chance, maybe leave us a review on iTunes or whatever that podcast That would be at. lovely. Subscribe. Glorious. Because next week we'll be back. Another podcast report. It's going to be glorious, as Lorna says. Of course it is. We'll speak to you then. Bye. 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 I felt like we weren't happy enough then. Let's do that again. Three, a two, a three, two, one, go. Bye. (laughs) That was horrible. A three, a two. Awful. Bye. Okay, bye. (laughs)